cryptocurrency for locavores. Locavorism is incompatible with globalism. Globalism is the antithesis of tribalism. But locavores are not or have not been associated with tribalism. A modern equivalent of a tribe is an intentional community. The tribal model of living is a specific social model that ties a community to a territory. This territory is called a political jurisdiction in modern times. Locavores are also connected with intentional communities, and these are closely aligned with their property. Intentional community looks for greater resilience meaning sustainability through reducing supply chains. Locavores usually attempt to work within the capitalist system. Perhaps with some barter is added to the market. Capitalism is aligned with globalism, not tribalism or locavorism. It is the failure of capitalism to hold back the globalist agenda that created the locavore movement. The territorial alignment of intentional community and the desire to reduce supply chains is incompatible with capitalism and its free trade and globalist philosophies. In the absence of capitalism, locavores lack an effective trading platform. That being said, it is more than difficult to reconcile the goals of locavores with the ideal of a free market. As mentioned, capitalism has an affinity for a global approach. What is the free market but globe-spanning supply chains? Local produce can be sold in a free market, but not exclusively. Local goods and services can be displayed in stores attached to global suppliers in the hope it will be preferentially selected by the consumer, but there is no guarantee it will be. A local currency can be created for the purchase of local products and services. The local currency can coexist with the one used by capital markets, but this only adds to the currency, it does not simplify things for the local consumer or make it more probable he or she will buy something simply because it is the local option. These solutions help to put the focus of the consumer on the goods and services provided by local suppliers, but these steps often add costs to the local producer and supplier. They also tend to create another layer of inconvenience for the consumer. Modern markets are designed for convenience. Supply chains reach globally because their sole intent is to reduce costs, and this includes increasing convenience for the buyer. The needs of the local economy create a shopping experience alien to the convenience-focused market of globalism. Globalists do not care if a person purchases a local product, they are all about profits. Because capitalists do what makes the company the most money their companies survive better and prosper more than a company that exists solely to push local goods and services. Creating an economy in which local and global options are both available, yet the local option has the economic edge, is impossible using the capitalist system. The consumer has to be given choices, which free markets do. Consumers want access to local goods and services without being inconvenienced nor feeling pressured to buy a less desirable option. The consumer will not long sacrifice convenience and price points just to buy locally. 
Therefore, on balance the free market used by capitalists and the mission of a locavore are not compatible. Locavores are being inconsistent when they promote local product within capitalism. Exposure to the global alternative is not good for the community but is often beneficial to the consumer. It is not that globalists are not in direct competition with locavores. The power of capitalism is that it is open to every option, other than the one that is less profitable. Globalists do not see local product as a desirable option, given limited shelf space. Globalists provide consumers with the option that generates the highest profits per unit of space. This does not just mean the rate at which the item sells, there is the cost of handling the product. The profit motive is rarely compatible with the large-scale movement of local product. The global market is not the local market because it works on economies of scale. Locally produced goods cannot be produced in the quantities globalized big-box store supply lines require to operate at full efficiency. Locavores attempting to fit their product lines into a globalist free market supply chain will find this an uphill battle. Local markets have not been a good fit for conventional forms of cryptocurrency, either. The things that make decentralized currency popular for globalists make it less desirable in a face-to-face -face setting. Indeed, for the needs of locavores to be fully satisfied, a cash-based currency will be needed. Indeed, it ought to be obvious that locavores and globalists have little in common and few areas where cooperation would be possible. Locavores have not found cryptocurrency useful, which might seem puzzling since locavores are leaders in the use of currency alternatives. But digital and local are not synonymous. Modern digital currencies strive to be global and have no interest in restricting their usage to small local markets. Unfortunately, locavores have not familiarized themselves with the differences between globalism and tribalism. Tribalism is local. Locavores are a modern version of tribalism. Locavorism is a modern interpretation of tribal culture. Tribalism is the antithesis of globalism. There ought to be some synergy between a locavore and tribalism. Globalists see the planet as a free market. There are no boundaries or borders in a globalist one-world government. Globalists see only markets and competition for property. The struggle is overseen or facilitated by the financial market, the markets for money in all its many forms. Money is the ultimate property and the ultimate free market commodity. This is why the financial market attracts the high rollers and gamblers. Money is the essence of property, the more money one has, the more ownership. Money is property in actuality and in potentiality, depending on the kind of property one is speaking of. Money is therefore the measure of success in a global competition. Tribalism struggles to remain afloat in the tidal waves of liberalism. Many strategies have been used by globalists to merge tribes into a global, one-world government. The existence of nations and the popularity of democracy are just two of the methods used.
It is difficult to imagine the barriers to creating a global government out of local tribal units. To resist globalism is to promote tribalism. But globalists make sure that tribalism is depicted as primitivism. A tribe is always shown as a small group of pre-industrial people living in grass huts. The globalist attack on tribes is where the old adage, divide and conquer, comes from. Often the success of the individual has spelled doom for the tribe. Technology and industrialization has made tribals susceptible to defeat at the hands of highly mechanized globalist armies. But capitalism is not tribalism but a stopover on the path to globalism. The tribe owns its political jurisdiction. Under capitalism, this territory becomes privately owned or public property. In either case, the tribe loses its identity and cohesion. It does not take much to incorporate the multinational institution or global thinking free trade nation into the globalist one-world government motif. The key feature of the globalist agenda is promoting compliance. Compliance is obedience to external authority. Tribalism demands involvement and accountability. Tribalism is governance by choice. Apriorism is a philosophy of governance that systematically dismantles the globalist agenda and its doctrine of compliance to institute a tribal or intentional culture. Prefers are a cryptocurrency customized for use by intentional communities. Prefers are as local as the market that uses them. The key to the success of any market is accuracy in accounting. Some will mention other important factors such as security, ease of use, and portability. These factors are not separate from accuracy in accounting. They are important to the degree they negatively impact accuracy. If global currencies were accurate, a local currency would not be needed. If globalists produced accurate accounting, there would be no need for intentional communities. It is because globalism covers externalized costs that makes it the evil that it is. In other words, it is not that globalism is evil in itself, it is that externalization of costs is evil and capitalism, socialism, democracy, banks, the state, and communism all serve as a cover for the externalization of costs. Intentional community must, at some point equate locavorism with a form of tribal organization. Locavores are the equivalent of a modern tribe. Cryptocurrency is the equivalent of the traditional obligation that tribal citizens have to one another. Prefers are a tribal currency created by tribal citizens fulfilling tribal obligations in a tribal setting. Prefers create tribal markets for tribal people, using tribal resources. Prefers prevent costs from being externalized onto society and future generations. One is not born into a tribe, one is initiated. We are born into families, not tribes. To become a tribal citizen, one has to undergo the ceremony of initiation. Tribes are formal organizations, with a totem or logo that serves to symbolize the tribe. Tribal organizations can be created by anyone, 
but it is more convenient if a tribe is formed by at least three persons. Members affirm allegiance to the organization or the tribe, that is the tribal organization. They affirm they will be accountable for their actions as a tribal citizen. The purpose of membership is to grow and prosper the tribe. This reaffirms the importance of accounting. In recognition that the individual has gained membership in the tribe, the applicant is given the status of tribal citizen. Each citizen is given an account in the tribal trust, the formal identity or totem of the tribe. The trust holds the accounts of the citizens and represents the tribal spirit. It is vital we comprehend the nature of the tribe compared to individualism and public service. It is important because the distinction is not what most people think it is. Tribalism is not about genetics though originally tribes were grounded in paternal lines of descent. The tribe is an organizational model with a particular way of understanding ownership. This understanding is different from that held by capitalists and socialists. We own what we create, not what we possess, regardless of whether the possession is private as in capitalism or public as in communism and socialism. The tribe does not own natural resources, it occupies them and stewards them. The Great Spirit owns the earth as the creator. In modern language, this is God. What we can all agree on is that mankind did not create physical matter. We modify it but we do not create the constituent elements out of which our creations flow. Under tribalism, the political jurisdiction ought to be considered akin to a business. In this way of seeing things, the political jurisdiction is a commercial region. In another way of seeing this, political jurisdictions are tribal resources akin to personally owned resources needed for the survival of the tribe. The political jurisdiction is the hunting-gathering area updated to coincide with the modern economy. Tribal trusts or exchanges are an updated or modernized version of the tribe. Each citizen owns a common share in the trust, which gives the citizen a voting right. Because the trust represents the commercial interests of the tribe, all tribal citizens work for the exchange. All commercial interests are held in trust by the exchange so as to represent the interests of the tribe in the present and the future. One does not just work for oneself or for private interests or the state one is building up equity for the future of the tribe. The private and public assets of the jurisdiction are transferred to the exchange or trust. The seller is credited equity in the exchange. Transfers of assets are recorded as equity credited to the account of the seller and as a debit to the account of the exchange. When a purchase is made by the exchange, the purchase is recorded as a cost of the tribe payable to the seller's account. Credits are used to purchase goods and services from the exchange. All work done for the exchange is paid for using a deposit of prefers to the employee's account. Prefers are a contraction of preferred shares, designated by the symbol preferred shares are equity shares and represent all value added to assets. As work is performed, value is added to the assets of the citizen's trust.
It is the value of this account that determines the tribe's economic progress.